The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello everyone, this is Linda Ockwell-Jenner with another Motivational Moments podcast. And today, as you know, I'm always very excited, but I'm really excited today to be speaking to Charles Chang, Product Manager for Microsoft Hardware. So, hi, Charles. How are you today? I'm well, and uh, thanks for having me. Well, thank you very much for finding the time. I know we've been trying to set up this interview for quite some time. I've been chasing you all over the world, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. It's been difficult, but... At least we're on now, so I'm happy about that. We are, and um, I'd love you to tell our listeners, first of all, who you are, who Charles is, before we get on to the wonderful Microsoft, and, you know, if you used to like high school and if you always wanted to be in this kind of business, so I'll leave it open to you now, Charles. Okay, sounds good. I'll just quick do a quick intro of myself then. So um, I've actually been with Microsoft for the last two years looking after the hardware product line, which is made out of uh, mice, keyboard, and webcams. And prior to joining Microsoft, I actually spent about 10 years uh, within the consumer packaged goods and retail environment. I saw a huge opportunity to join the Microsoft community in terms of just getting our products closer uh, to the consumer, especially a product line that really, um, I'll call, enhances consumers' uh, PC experience, uh, which is kind of part of the reason why I'm on the call with you today, Linda, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I'm hoping to introduce to you and your audience our entire line of live cam webcams. Lovely, lovely. So can I take you back in time to Charles when you were at high school? Sure. Now, your accent, I could be wrong, I know my accent's definitely not Canadian. Were you, um, are you born Canadian if you got a, a, a weird accent? I mean, you're American Canadian? I'm actually, uh, I was born in Taiwan and uh, my family and I immigrated to Canada when I was nine years old. So, uh, that's probably where you're picking up on some of that accent. Oh, that's wonderful. So what an experience coming all the way to Canada as a young child of nine. How did you settle in, Charles? Um, it was kind of tough. I, I think with all immigrants, there was certainly the whole uh, culture shock experience. And uh, I think learning English as a second language from from scratch was was quite a quite an experience, but I'm glad I was able to pick up on it quite quickly. So I'm happy about that. And did you find um, high school difficult? Um, did you find you fitted in easily, or did you find that um, you did feel different at first, or were you readily accepted into the you know the the cliques and whatever the friendships? Yeah, you're you're making me go back in time. So I think it was um, it was actually easier for me because I came at a relatively young age. So mm-hmm. by the time I got to high school, it was pretty easy for me to blend into the crowd. I think one thing that that I was happy about was just the fact that my family has always encouraged us to to socialize and dialogue and and make a lot of friends. 
Um, so I think that certainly helped. And from my own personal point of view, too, I remember just picking up jobs, and especially jobs that allow me to interact with people. So I get over that fear of mm-hmm. just speaking the language openly and freely. I think really helped me to, to just get along and bond with people. Mm, that's wonderful. So how on earth did you decide that, you know, this is the area of business you wanted to get into? Have you always wanted to do this kind of thing or did you have a different idea when you were, say, at high school or college or university? Yeah, I've always followed uh, the business slash marketing stream uh, with my studies. I, I've always enjoyed uh, the marketing, uh, the glamorous marketing lifestyle, if you want to call it or at least proceed. Um, so for me, it was very exciting. And while I was in university, just learning about, you know, really honing in on consumer and satisfying consumer needs and somehow, you know, taking nothing and make it out of something great in terms of branding and so forth. So for me, I think I've always enjoyed that part. Mm-hmm. And then naturally, just from a retail standpoint, I'm, it's kind of interesting. I know a lot of my my male friends are not big shoppers. I, I personally love shopping, so I've always enjoyed a retail scene because mm-hmm. it's constantly changing and evolving. Mm-hmm. So that's what kind of brought me into the whole retail consumer packaged goods. In terms of Microsoft, there there was a huge opportunity in terms of, at the time, we just had, a I guess, an, an opportunity to somehow better market our hardware products to key retailers such as Future Shop, Best Buy, Staples, for example. Mm. They were looking for someone who could come in with the background of retail so that we're able to properly market it through our retail partners and make sure that our products are properly positioned at the point of purchase uh, to the consumer. So that became a natural move for me. And over and above that, just uh, I do have a few friends that were working at Microsoft at the time, and mm-hmm. they had a whole lot of good things to say about the company. So wow. I'm here now. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic. Now, do you travel a lot, Charles? I know I said I've been, you know, chasing you all over the world, but do you actually <laughs> do you actually travel a lot, or are you working mainly in Canada and the States? Um, I actually travel quite a bit. I, I'm, I'm usually traveling probably every every month or two mm-hmm. um, at least. So um, primarily down to the states, but many occasions, probably twice or three times a year, I'm somewhere out in Europe mm-hmm. just uh, attending our global conference. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I am out on the road quite often. Mm-hmm. So. I'm really, really excited about um, this this product. This is why I, I grabbed you really fast because I was really interested in the information about the Microsoft Webcams Live Cams. Yes, yes. I'm glad you're excited about it because so am I. And <laughs> the point about traveling. So I, I think for myself, whenever I'm the, on the road, um, to have a webcam with me, it's the, the best way to get in touch with people that I really care about, people that I want to stay in touch with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, yeah just, just share with us some of the some of the things that excite you about this new product and, and where you think, you know, you're going with it. Sure. Maybe, actually, Linda, if mm-hmm. you don't mind, we recently did an episode three study on Canadians and how they use webcam in general. So maybe I could start there. Oh, then... please do. Please do, yeah. Yeah, so we, we actually, we've been selling webcams now for quite a number of years, and we wanted to get a better understanding of how customers and consumers and also business people are using this technology to enhance how they communicate with each other. 
And then what we found out was that more than half of online Canadians over the age of 18 have used webcams to stay in touch with family and friends. And that, that was phenomenal because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking back to the fact that I'm an immigrant and the majority of the Canadian population are either first, second, or even third generation immigrants. Mm -hmm. And it kind of supports the fact that maybe that's why there's a good reason for Canadians to spend more time online connecting with friends and family. I guess what's interesting over and above the consumer piece is that, you know, a lot, the majority of webcam users agree that not only do they save money, but conducting business meetings over a webcam is much more effective than just a simple phone call. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the research showed that 9 and 10 agree that conducting business meetings with the use of a webcam, um, especially for employees in different locations, it allows them to feel more part of the team and brings business colleagues closer together. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's kind of interesting. I think we always knew that, but to be able to read, I guess, the facial and the physical gestures of someone over a webcam, over listening to them on the phone, mm -hmm. it makes a phenomenal difference in terms of how you communicate and how it gets, um, I guess, translated by the person on the other end. I totally agree. I'm a people person, as you can probably guess, and I much prefer to see the person I am talking with versus, you know, I know today this is not a face-to-face -face meeting, but um, we've kind of got over that glitch and, and we know that, you know, we love talking to each other and people but I think you're you're spot on and you know I have some of those stats in front of me I did receive them so I, I'm kind of on board with what you're saying so um yeah just carry on share with all share with us all that that you have to offer yeah and I think as it relates to our product line Linda is you know we've taken it one step further by introducing our first high definition HD webcam last year in October, and we continue to introduce HD line webcams under Microsoft Lightcam brand. Um, and it's primarily, I'm sure you notice these days, everybody's talking about high definition. It's not TV, that's camera, video cams, and so forth. So we wanted to bring that, I guess, level of interaction to consumer as it relates to, um, I guess, online uh, web webcam. Mm -hmm. So we made a number of different improvements to our products such as uh, high definition as well as what we call the uh, clear frame technology. So I noticed that you, you personally have a blog and you've got certain uh, YouTube clips on there. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times uh, I'll call the, the more cheaper webcams or sometimes the built-in webcams on your laptop mm -hmm. tends to give you very choppy type of video. Mm -hmm. So we built in this ClearFrame technology to give consumers the ability to record or share their video um, captures in a very clear, smooth transition. Um, and what ultimately what it ends up is just a very um, clear and precise, uh, here, uh, to put it in simple terms, like using our HD webcam mm -hmm. is the next best thing to actually being there in person. And so we actually achieved that, and we feel very good about it. Um, I guess the other thing that I just want to mention is we have um, different product tiers. So we have HD 5000 that retails for about $59.95. We have one that's meant for portability. So mm -hmm. for you or myself that's constantly traveling, there is what we call high-definition HD 6000, mm -hmm. and that's 
slightly smaller in terms of format, and it comes with a carrying case for people that's always on the go. Wow, that's absolutely uh, fantastic. No wonder you're excited. Yeah, so I think we're we're kind of taking that to the next step and just really helping people find different formats and also making it very um, – actually, it's, it's very affordable these days if you think about it. Like I'm just thinking about the, the type of money that I would have to spend either on a long-distance call mm-hmm. and to actually be able to save that money. And not only that, but be able to see the other person that I'm talking to in high definition. I think so the cost-saving value for consumers uh, is just incredible. So I'm, I'm actually very happy to be able to bring this line of product uh, to the market. That is, that is wonderful. And um, how has it been received so far? Have you got some feedback how, how it's been received, how, how welcome it is to the general public? Yeah, so as a, as a business person, we always kind of measure our, uh, our metrics based on market share. So actually, a couple of months ago, we're, we're actually the number one selling brand of webcam in Canada. Um, so I think we're doing really well. And the feedback from consumer has been just really good. I think they enjoy not only the high definition and the widescreen format, but all of our webcams do have a noise reduction um, microphone built in. So they, they really just enjoy the whole convenience aspect, the fact that they don't need to buy an additional headphone uh, when they're actually converting with their with their uh, loved ones over the internet, so that really helps them out as well. So that's from a consumer point of view, and then not to mention business point of view. I'm sure you can imagine uh, for someone like yourself or for me, I conduct regular business meetings with my uh, head office down in Redmond, Washington, mm-hmm. uh, through the use of webcam and be able to actually not only see the individual I'm speaking to, but actually with the widescreen to be able to see all the people in that same room Mm -hmm. and actually having a face-to-face dialogue to get productive. Oh, I totally agree. I think it's wonderful. I I sometimes do feel cut off from the rest of the world, but yeah, grabby webcam, do exactly what you're saying, and the widescreen experience in particular and the high definition. Uh, My husband, Dave OJ, would definitely be on board with that. So... um, where do you see this progressing? I know this is probably going to be a hard question, Charles, but over the next five years, where do you see this progressing? What What do you think you've got new and you know coming up? You know, say in the next five years. Yeah, I, I think you, it is a tough question because the beautiful thing about technology is sometimes you don't know exactly where it's going. I think one thing that we do know for certain is that the the quality of the image will continue to get better. Um, I think in terms of we, when we look at the technology that's currently within our PC, um, it, it, it constantly gets shifts upward to, mm-hmm. to enhance that consumer experience. I'll give you one example. Um, Windows Live Messenger uh, will be going high definition come fall this year. So mm-hmm. not only do we have high definition webcam, but there are service providers, as you know, YouTube already has HD mm-hmm. um, as part of their upload uh, feature. So I, I think over the next five years, and perhaps even sooner, the fact that high definition will become the normal, mm-hmm. um, and we're already seeing that. I think in terms of how, I think the biggest thing I see over the next five years is actually how people use webcams. Mm-hmm. As much as you know, we talk about over half of all Canadians use it, 
the question becomes how how often do they use it? How regularly do they use it? Mm -hmm. I think there's still a whole bunch of people out there that haven't truly experienced high definition experience. Mm -hmm. I think once they're able to do that, I think they're going to realize, oh my goodness, you know what? It is wonderful to connect to my family overseas with high definition and be able to share with them the precious moments such as you know, over the holiday, or hey, my baby's first step or mm. first word, and just just truly memorable experiences like that. I think I think more people are gonna look towards that. Mm -hmm. More people are gonna upload videos and share it either through um, messenger service such as Windows Live Messenger or mm -hmm. Skype and YouTube. I think that's where it's really gonna go, and not to mention Facebook and Twitter and so forth. So I, I think. I don't have a precise answer for you, Linda, but I think you can imagine where I, this could yeah, go. Imagine the possibilities, yes, definitely. I think you've given me a great answer. So um, you personally, um, you obviously use the webcams a lot, and, and, and so do I. But I know when I see my family in England, because I'm also an immigrant, it, it's really exciting for me. So to get a fabulous picture, it's wonderful. Can I touch yeah. touch very briefly on the fact that we've already mentioned you're a very busy guy. Uh, may I ask how you manage to balance your lifestyle so that you're not actually a workaholic 24/7? <laughs> well, it's funny. I was I was mentioning to you that I was looking at your websites and so forth. So what I do is actually I I read a lot on you know how to balance work-life balance and and uh, manage everyday work-life stress. Mm -hmm. um, I look for people like yourself that are very interested in helping others mm -hmm. in the area, and I, I try to learn from folks like yourself. Um, in terms of how I do it, um, you know, it's challenging. It's, it's, uh, I definitely keep a regular exercise routine, and I draw a line between, hey, you know what, I'm actually not going to turn on my PC. Mm -hmm. um, respond and just literally just be very disciplined in terms of how I cord off personal time. So I and also I, I take time off just to, you know, meditate, reflect and just relax once in a while. I think it's uh something very healthy to do. Wow, that's absolutely wonderful. I hate to say this, not many guys are as sensible as you. They they kind of try and fight the fact that, you know, they're not Superman and they try and work 24-7. And if, if, like you, you realize the benefits of, you know, doing all the right things, because obviously you've got family, obviously you've got friends, so you need to be healthy for them and need to spend time with them, don't you? Yeah, so I I, I would say... You know, actually, come to think of a perfect example, you know, a lot of times it's about choices. And mm -hmm. we make certain choices. For example, it's about, hey, you know what? Does it, is it meaningful for me to take a four-hour trip to fly out somewhere to meet with this individual? Or, you know what, is this something that could be accomplished through the use of a webcam, right? How much more value could I get from spending four hours getting on a flight, mm -hmm. flying over, and so forth. Do you know what I mean by that? That's a, so, a really, really good point, Charles, and I'm glad you brought that up because I know also probably Microsoft haven't faced many challenges with the, you know, the economic situation today. But I know a lot of organizations are cutting back. So why spend all that money on air travel when you could use some fabulous webcams such as you guys are offering? 
Yeah, exactly. And we, we've seen that over the last, you know, the recession that, that we just hopefully got over. <laughs> um, and I, I think we, we saw a surge. People, people lean towards more usage on their webcams mm-hmm. to connect with their business partners uh, abroad. And, and that's uh, something really pleasant to see. I think, you know, only time could tell if people continue to adopt that. I think people already have because they recognize the benefit and they realize, hey, you know what? I don't need to spend uh, $1,000 in travel costs versus I could be just as productive um, on the work side by mm-hmm. doing this through the use of a webcam. At the same time, mm-hmm. save um, resources so that I have a good work-life balance. So that, that That's wonderful, wonderful. I'm really happy you said that, Charles. And I didn't send you a script to say that. You said it because you really <laughs> believe it. Um, I'm going to ask you something about social media, if that's okay. Are you um, a social media advocate like me? Are you finding social media is a great way to connect with people and build those relationships? Absolutely. I, I think it's uh, it's tremendous what uh, social media has uh, has really allowed people to easily connect and and, and become intimate with each other uh, virtually, if you want to call it that. Unfortunately, I I think for myself, I'm I'm still a little old school. I still enjoy the hey, let's meet uh, at a coffee shop somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I don't think that will ever get replaced. I think uh, what it does allow me to do is just connect with people that are far fetched and people that, frankly, similar to you and myself, that have a have a really challenging time balancing work and life. And I think what the social media um, if you want to call it asset, allow people to do is just with a short amount of time enhance the life balance of the work-life uh, dilemma, if you want to call it that. So that's what I use it for. Mm-hmm. However, I am also very selective. I, I have social media, um, obviously my, my own uh, personal pages, but then I, I, I still tend to lean on my uh, email uh, my Hotmail account as my primary, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> contact list. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um, well, you and I think alike, Charles, which is definitely why I really, really pursued you and wanted to interview you. And um, I guess I'd love to, you know, um, interview you again maybe in a year's time and see where you are then and, and what new and wonderful things you're going to talk about then. And um, we've already said we're going to meet for coffee personally because we don't live that far away from each other. So thank yeah. you very, very much for your time. I'm so glad that we could make you stand still for five minutes so we could do the interview. <laughs> Anytime, Linda. I'm I'm very happy about the interview, and thanks for having me on. No, you've been a joy, and um, I have to say, sometimes, you know, when we're talking about software or technical things, it can get a little bit dry and boring, but you are so passionate about the products, and you are so passionate about, you know, what you offer, that it wasn't boring at all. It was absolutely delightful, so thank you again. That's great. Thanks, Linda.